and welcome to a brand new Mindful Chat. And today I have a very special guest because it's going to be, it's about drive, it's about power. And this woman has taught me power over the years. She also taught me math and a lot of the things I know and use with you on the daily. So please welcome to the stage, Shizu Sakamoto. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Love your introduction. <laughs> you did teach me math. You did teach me it's math. True, it's true. The world that. needs to know and appreciate that if I still can't do math, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, that was my scientific um, part <laughs> of time. <laughs> you were good at it and I just so happened to be hanging out at your house already so it was just two in one hanging out with a friend and then um yeah trying to not get bad grades in mathematics and actually pass yeah you did yay <laughs> but we've evolved and we've moved on a lot from that clearly and uh yeah what happened what happened because it's incredible looking back because we've known each other for so long like i think we met i was probably 12 or 13 mm -hmm. something True. like that and we still hang out, which means we're doing okay. <laughs> but there's been so much transition and we've both grown as women. And I know that I've been able to grow my own confidence and some of my skills as well, thanks to your teachings. And this is what you nowadays bring to a lot many more people, empowerment. So how did you get there? What happened? Yeah, it's true that we, I have been through a path and I feel like empowerment is actually a path of remembrance that I've been going through myself so just to let you know um, people listening I used to be a doctor in biology so learning and doing things into a labor laboratory <laughs> and at some point I felt like this is a bit off the things I wanted to do, which was to help people on a daily basis. And that's where I turned to nutrition. Nutrition and how we see nutrition, how we see our body, how we interact with it, and also how self-esteem is challenged by how we see our body and how we see our food, actually. And it was a very interesting period of time where I learned a lot because I'm passionate about learning new stuff, about digging into things, especially into the human mind, actually. <laughs> I've never seen you not learn something. I've never seen yeah, you uh, not tell me, hey, I'm learning I'm this. the kind of girl who goes to the library, I mean, online and just jumps on every, <laughs> every program I can uh, reach out because I love to learn, that's for sure. And yeah, I'll learn and integrate actually, because learning is something, but knowledge is not everything. And I love to link um, different types of influences. And in. I think it's because I'm international myself, like my father is Japanese, my mother is French, and I've been raised in a very international background and school actually. So I love to fetch information from different influences so that I can make my own soup, my own views and my own way of doing things, right? <laughs> Because first of all, it's for myself to, to feed myself, my body, my brain, and my spirit. <laughs> you love the soup. <laughs> I'm just, I'm loving the soup anyway. analogy because it's so true. Like, you know, when your grandmother or your mother gives you, give, or someone, someone, a friend uh, gives you, your father, my dad showed me how to, how he makes his uh, mushroom omelette, which is, you know, mm. when, he, when he's making his mushroom omelette, 
not bother like this is but it's like for example onion soup my mum has given me a recipe that she uses and it's very different from you know my grandmother's recipe it's very different from my friend's recipes and and even my onion soup is different from hers I'm realizing I'm using onion soup as an example and we're both French <laughs> so there we go but it's true and it's about because you you first taste what you receive and then you I feel it's so wonderful that you said that knowledge and learning is also about integrating because we spend so much of our time constantly feeding our brains with everything that's being given to us at school and the integration process or the the way for the school to test that you've integrated is mm. literally for you to fill in a test but it's so much more than that integration exactly um i don't know if it's uh, the same thing in in different countries but especially in france um education is always turned on towards knowledge to what what you know and just like spill the knowledge out and that's it i feel like growing with the international part of my school we we have been grown with um a sense of criticism and also about sharing our own views, our own opinion about things. So that's also something I encountered in my nutritionist um, job because usually the women who came to my office were, they already knew everything like on paper. And sometimes they knew better than me <laughs> because they learned a few things about themselves. And the tricky part about uh, knowing and, and, and about the nutrition is always how we see things and how we feel them. And emotions are a key how to make this knowledge circulate inside ourselves, or it could be also a big block. And I learned during those years to help women embody this knowledge by living it by becoming it, becoming a philosophy of life. And this is a path of empowerment in itself because you then turn knowledge into real power. This is where knowledge is power, right? It's about integrating. And we are living actually this age of knowledge, this age of information. We are now turning into an age of integration in, in an age of living information. And so I, I, think, I think I've also been um, very in tune with this transition from knowledge available everywhere to integration. And that's why I love empowerment. And that's why I've turned from nutritionist to a coach. Well, I've been learning coaching also, of course. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, what did I do learn? For but sure. I'm, very, I'm very grateful you did, because then you were like, so I need people to practice on. Exactly. I... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, could you be my guinea yeah. pig? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's also the, the interesting part in empowerment is that it's something we want to share with people. So we want to train, we want to uh, reach out to people we want to help and um, just by testing the new things that we learn we we integrate is a way of empowering ourselves and integrating things even more so that's why I teach my entrepreneur clients now is to let themselves teach what they know and how they want to teach it to people by sharing it to the world because that's the way we integrate things in the best way. So yeah, 
transitioning to nutritionist to entrepreneur coach coaching because <laughs> as an entrepreneur I went through yeah interesting story <laughs> myself I've learned a lot about how to build and and thrive with our business actually and uh, this is something I wanted to pass on so now I'm teaching female entrepreneurs how to rise by being even more themselves and to put that energy into the business so that they can thrive in their business with a very authentic energy and a passion that's motivating themselves every day like naturally <laughs> that's that's my thing and that's an incredible thing that you're passing on and it's so interesting that you should be talking about integration and also regarding nutrition hearing your emotions and having this more intuitive connection with what you're feeding yourself because once again that transfers itself over to learning we can you know have to learn something out of necessity but it might not be the thing the way of learning or even the theme or the practice that we're gonna then take on there is this integration phase and there's also then questions to be asked from within like do these I was talking about it with a physio friend actually recently and he was telling me he found himself nowadays not just relying on the technique and everything he had learned with the years and years and years uh -huh. of you know hardcore learning just like nowadays sometimes I just I'm manipulating someone and I'm doing this very specific technique but then something in my head is saying hey because there's this going on how about to change the hand position to this place where he would never have even thought about to, to go manipulate and the feedback he's been getting from his patients has been incredible and we were talking about it recently and he was just like I I feel like now I am allowing myself to be more intuitive within my own work because I've integrated all of the experience not just mm -hmm. the learning but also the experience with the previous patients with the previous ailment he's been able to support people with so it's so wonderful to be able to go back to trusting intuition as you said we've had we've gone through an age of so much media so much knowledge and I think a lot of us myself included um got a bit overloaded at one point with everything and it just cloud it yeah it creates a, a shroud around mm -hmm. what yeah. it is you actually want to do or what it is you you feel really called to do because there's so many different messages that's telling you oh you know you should be you know in the realm of entrepreneurship like you should be hustling 24/7 you should be doing this you should be doing that it creates so much friction between you and your business if that makes sense if we're considering the business as a person as another entity that you're interacting with and I think it's something you pass on as well right yeah exactly um, this is the power of uh, intuition because um actually a business is a our business is a reflection of ourselves it's almost like a also a child that needs some support and um to pass on good stuff and that needs to rise and you know to grow the thing is the more we learn that is the curse of information actually the more we learn the more expertise we grow and uh, the more trust we are supposed to 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 have 
But, but also at the, the same more time, out of place you feel. Exactly, because of the shoots. <laughs> I feel you're you calling me out that right now. Results, you know? <laughs> I feel called out right now. <laughs> and I know you felt the same way because like we've gained so much expertise in over years because you and I started quite young uh, <laughs> by our generation standards, realizing when did you really have your first business? And if you think about it, it was your math business and it was my language business when exactly. we were giving courses to people to exactly <laughs> already teaching and coaching people from a young age okay but then that's true then you've gained so much expertise in, in in nutrition but in also in handling emotions and in guiding people through emotions and then it it's just you can get lost in then the idea that people are, have of your business and mm -hmm. when then you feel ready to commit to a next step somehow you can delay going into that next step because of fear of what people are going to say but also fear of what you don't know yet and what and how people are going to react to what you're going to give next exactly and you're talking about glass ceiling actually and this is my field of expertise that i would just like love to dig into because it's all a mix of how we value our work and also how we value our heart our passion where we are in our zone of genius you know this zone of flow where we do things without knowing how we do it but we build the most magic out of it you know that is the zone of genius we are in total expertise but we don't make any effort doing that and the thing about being in the zone of genius like this is it tends to make us feel illegitimate <laughs> because we are not raised by society. We are not raised to have things going easily and fluently in our life. And that's where we are facing our biggest glass ceiling because we are doing things and we are raised to work very hard. And at some point, we can't feel any growth anymore. There is no sustainability. And it's always about hard work, hard work, hard work. And it's very hard to take some time for ourselves, to take vacations, to balance our life between business and um, personal, personal life in general. And it can happen in any, any path. And this is also why it's important to um, have a look at the information that we have taken on because by accumulating the, the shoots and you shouldn't do that and you should do things like that, we tend to forget and not listen to our intuition and heart because we don't want to make like a mistake. And it's very human to be afraid of making mistakes. What if? What if something happens? So it's better to be a very intellectual and very rational because this is known this is knowledge you know like people have done that so i should do that it's the science Who am part. i to follow my intuition <laughs> exactly it's like the science says so and it's great love the science but then within that there's also a new parameter which is you and you got to rely on you as much as you rely on the science you've got to exactly. know who you are and trust your abilities and trust what you've wished for as well because we're always like I would want more strength I, I wish I'd be more strong I wish I'd be this and that 
And actually, you by even just wishing for it, you can somehow end up in situations where that quality is called. And then you come out of it stronger, but depending on how you relate to yourself and how you see your own power, you may not be able to see it straight away. It might take months, it might take years. You might never even realize that you've grown this much. And it's a parameter that when we just rely on the science, it gets forgotten because we're only trusting the equation that the scientists have written out. Exactly. And we can uh, extrapolate that as well by saying when you just trade, uh, you just trust your mental, <laughs> your brain, then magics kind of shrink, you know, and empowerment is really about remembering how powerful you already are as a human being, not, not as a human who learned things by just like the brain. And human being is really that, is a being that has embodied like tons of experiences and tons of expertise and yeah, knowledge for sure. But by making those field of expertise and, and this brain go back down into the body. And that's why I really love your work because it's all about embodying by the breath, by the consciousness that we I have the resources inside already. So accessing your inner strength and your resources helps you to change your perspectives on how you perceive ourselves, how you perceive the outer world in order to create the life and the business that you really want. And this is the key. This is the key is acknowledging things actually. So it's beyond knowledge. It's acknowledging what you already have and how you can make even more gold from the gold you have already in your hands. Oh, look at that beautiful imagery right there. (laughs) No, but it's so true. A lot of the times what I have to do with people is just remind them of what they've already achieved because they might just be, and once again, I, I don't want to put the blame on something, but I very much feel that it's because of the way we got educated and because of the way society has turned with with its media representation and with what it seems to be expecting from people, that we've compartmentalized so much that then when, for example, we go for a job, we're going to, and it says, oh, you know, you're going to be leading a team, for example. And you're not used to having been in a leader position officially on paper. Mm -hmm. But if you worked with people, if you look back to that experience of you working within a team, what were you doing the most? Were you encouraging? Were you supporting? Obviously also doing your work. Then you already planted the seed to become a leader at that point because Mm -hmm. you already know how to lift people up. Another thing is that people tend to then stay stuck on just work experiences when actually experience is not just work experience, it's life experience. So think about situations with friends, think about situations with, I don't know, if you volunteer somewhere or if you have a hobby, like if you do something in a team, all of this counts. It's about life experience, not just your CV. And that's where I feel a lot of people not just women because this is something that happens with men as well you you diminish yourself and you don't allow yourself to go for these more quote-unquote power positions because you view them as 
power position and there's something scary and ominous about it whereas if you call it a place of leadership a leader if you look at a wolf pack the leader is never at the front the leader is at the back the leader is at the back of the pack and is there to protect and guide the elderly members of the of the pack of the troop that's what a leader does we're pushing people forward we're supporting them showing them a path guiding them towards a place to go exactly and this is a very powerful tool actually that you're giving is to remember what you were already doing and remembering uh, where you are right now in this zone of genius and it can be really as simple as helping friends and supporting them and seeing them rise in their own way in their own field of expertise and how they change and everything so if you are questioning what you are good at and you are questioning yourself because you have this new title coming up try to question exactly the language uh, uh, behind the title and this is something you have teach me actually <laughs> you have taught me that because uh, <laughs> language is everything and words are also where they they, they wear this this uh, frequency this uh, this energy and sometimes we we tend to refuse and reject this uh, frequency because it's, it seems too much but words are only here to help us rise so how can you change the words like being a director <laughs> or being a ceo <laughs> into having this identity already inside you like having this as a reflection of who you already are and this is a choice absolutely absolutely and the words that you then use words are magical words are so powerful i'm a language nerd i'm a i'm a word nerd i very much believe that there is a word for everything and if there is a word even if it's not technically a polite one it should be used it should be used exactly. and if you're scared of a word then maybe you should question your relationship to the essence of that word i talk a lot about that with you i remember we we worked i mean if people were to read through our chats from over the years it's like i'm just thinking about it now when you were talking about you know supporting each other we've got a mushy conversation going on just like come on you've got this you've got you've got your program coming out yeah yeah you go and then hmm, me hi i'm struggling with this could you help like yes of course i'm running and then it goes both ways it goes both ways and that's how you pull people and it's true that we've done a lot of work on, on language together because there's the way that words are presented, presented to us in the school system, in the media, in everything we consume, because language is all around. Language is all around, no matter if it's Braille, if it's sign language, if it's, an, you know, English, French, German, Japanese, whatever. Each word has a power and each language has a philosophy and the geography because of the way you're pronouncing it it lives in specific parts of the of the of the mouth if you think about french for example you and me obviously french speakers french is this middle of nowhere language if you think about it it's a lot of air that gets sent to the middle of the mouth and then we just modulate where we send it it goes to the nose or it goes lower it goes towards the lips we play a lot around with where we send the air so it's a very modulated and yeah, when people make fun of French being like, oh, 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 it's, yeah, 
I, it's all of that breathiness, that air that travels around. So it can seem a bit wishy-washy flimsy. But if you look at English, which is, I mean, European English, let's say that. It's the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. It's very out of the brain and forward. That's one of the reasons I love English is that I feel I don't have to think when I use it. It's straight from the brain, boom, directly out. Look at German. German is a palate language. So it's directly underneath the cortex. And if you look at the philosophy, of the German language. And if you look at the way it's constructed, it's very mathematical, it's very logical. My younger brother used to say that, you know, you know, mum, I like German because it's neatly organized and it makes sense. Look at French grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Look at French grammar. It doesn't necessarily make sense, but we're running with it. And there are so many exceptions, right? <laughs> There's <laughs> always French. more exceptions, more exceptions than the rule. But it's, you know, and it does help shape a mind. And yeah, then depending on how a word is presented to you and in the language and the, the culture that you've brought in, you've been brought in, it will have an impact on how then you see that position, even if you switch countries and you switch language, because that's a part of who you are. So then your job is to heal your relationship to that word and understand where, why, when did it start? And that's how then you can start to grow into a more powerful position and allow yourself to go for more. And speaking of power, because we use the word empowerment a lot these days, I wanted to ask you directly, because I don't think I've ever asked you that, but what does it mean to be an empowerment coach? And also what is the difference and what does it mean to be a female empowerment coach? Mm, very interesting question. So how I see the coaching in empowerment is to help to help everyone remember where the power lies inside of them just like i said empowerment is a path of remembrance it's about remembering your inner strength remembering how you can shine already in what you desire to accomplish in your life and in your business uh, it's the same and to be a female empowerment coach is understanding how much as women, we put on ourselves, because that is the thing. Society cannot do anything to us. Its outside world and circumstances cannot do anything for us or to us. We are the one who have control over ourselves. And empowerment is about remembering that. It's about getting out of the matrix, <laughs> actually, you know? It's about remembering that we have a certain sense of control over things because we are here to experience life. And what we do about this life, what we do about this reality is our choice. So empowerment is about remembering about the most magnificent and powerful tool that we have, which is choice. And as women, we we already, we have like, a, we have gone through a, a education that is very turned towards um, men society <laughs> okay no cliche it's very it's changing uh society is evolving and we are living in a very uh really a fantastic century i feel but that aside we are still like facing those cliche of patriarchy <laughs> in our daily life and sometimes it can be very disabling so female empowerment is about remembering that as women we have this power of creation we have this power of giving birth to our most beautiful ideas but also to feed those ideas 
to help them grow in the best way possible. Matriarchy is not about superiority, about female beers being superior to men, not at all. It's about support. It's about co-creation. It's about finding our place without in our place in the world without crushing anybody. And what I, I see is the most predominant issue with women is that they are afraid to shine. They're afraid of their own power. Power is a word they hate, actually. And that's because we have been raised by feeling that and thinking that shining and power is wrong, that we need to remember the real essence of this kind of power power of support, the power of giving birth, the power of co-creation. And for any entrepreneur listening, actually, what makes you build the most beautiful business is actually your support system. Your support system. Friends, just like we said, like <laughs> we <laughs> interact a lot together. And that's very important, like to surround yourself with people, with like-minded people who understand you on a deep level and also understand your entrepreneurial path because this is something very specific we are raised in a society that raise salarymen okay so people going into uh, business of, of others entrepreneurship is about building your own view of the world your own business leading it's about like, it's a whole path of self-development, really. <laughs> and we need to surround ourselves with people who think like we do. And so it could be like to join a mastermind of entrepreneurs, to exchange ideas, to uplift each other. It can be about like um, training with another, have, receiving coaching is for sure the number one thing that we all need as entrepreneur okay yep. i've been coached like a lot <laughs> yep confirmed <laughs> yeah you agree like we need mentors we need coaching we need we need someone who help us go out of our brain and see things differently so coaching is part of this support system i'm talking about that's also why i love to be that kind of support system for others <laughs> i received it i pass it on you know that's the that's abundance reality so yeah anyway and support system is also about having um experts helping you to build your dreams build your vision to create this vision in the most easiest way so here i'm talking about partners i'm talking about um people in your team helping you to do things you don't like to do i mean you could do it yourself for sure because you have the, the skills but why do it if you don't really like it, you know? <laughs> Make yourself life easier. Are you, are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? No, I mean, like, who are you, you know? <laughs> also talking to myself in a sense, because I'm a very, I used to be a control freak and <laughs> it was hard to delegate things. It was hard to envision that I could be doing things more fluently. Like you don't have to do everything. Chizu, that's the thing I keep repeating myself every week. <laughs> so how can you delegate so that you you stay in your genius zone, your field of expertise, where you make the most magic? And by allowing ourselves to be in that genius zone, to be to build that expertise even more and more and more day after day, then we also being at service for for others. 
So allowing ourselves to be powerful is helping others to be powerful because Absolutely. we go straight to the point. We give results to our clients. We focus directly on the issues in our team and tell them, okay, how about doing this like that? And this is where you have the brilliant ideas. So being in your power helps you to be, to be even more productive with less energy spent and less time. You compress time. <laughs> Absolutely. So going back to something I know we talked about when you went on that journey, you embarked on that journey because you wanted also more freedom. You're very like freedom is great. Yeah, yeah. Freedom is your mm -hmm. thing. And then it was like, there's a lot of things to do. It's like, yeah, but um, wasn't the point of this to be free? So if there are things you can let go, if there are things you can delegate, if there are things you can also drop, because not everything needs to be kept. That's also a thing. Some parts of what you do, it's like people. Some are here for a lifetime. Some are here for a season. And it's about also relinquishing that. And it's to go back on your coaching point. Sometimes it's very difficult for us to get that bird's eye view. And we want change. That's also a big word that everybody's, you know, mm. just using. You want change? I'm going to give you change. But the thing is, if you impose change, you're going to go back to whatever you were doing before. It's not going to be sustainable. I read this quote once in a book, which... It's not a self-help book. It's the Assassin's Creed um, novel adaptation. So definitely not a self-help type of situation. However, it was in order to think differently. No, in order to see differently, you have to think differently. So I went and changed my thinking. And I love that because for me, it sums everything up. It's, yeah, if I want to see the world in a better light, if I want to connect to my work in a different light, if I want to change really deeply my relationship to fill in the blank i need to go and investigate and see what i'm actually thinking and once i understand how my thinking works i'm in a position to guide the hamster out of the wheel to reshape the way i think to reshape them therefore the way i see and that's yeah. something i've seen you do a thousand times as well and that's been I know for me, really, really helpful with working with people just because then, because I, I have this memory of doing it, I'm in a good place to be able to guide people out of the hamster wheel and show them the different options they could take. So then you take another view. You don't have to keep your wheel just facing, I don't know, a tree. You could get the hamster, take the wheel and switch it to face the river don't know what's in your brain and what your hamster likes to look at exactly. at that moment but it's about that and not being scared to yeah just fall into it it was very also interesting what you were saying about creation and co-creation and having that power of creativity and I guess there is something deeply spiritual about it is spirituality and having a deeper connection with not just people but with yourself and with what you want to create, be it a business, a piece of art, is that the key to actually achieving that empowerment from within? Well, first, I think we have to define spirituality because maybe people yes. listening are like hair. <laughs> and that's <laughs> where I stop listening. <laughs> yeah. So how I see spirituality in a very general sense is how we approach 
how we approach the world and the interaction we have with the world and things that are more of the universe scale, you know? And what I love to do with my coaching is to implement quantum physics into that. So that's my scientific part, I think. Quantum physics tells us that our emotions and our thoughts have a frequency that can impact the outer world and create something new in our reality in response to this frequency we send. This is, I'm quoting Einstein here, okay? If you want to manifest something in your reality, you have to change something in the frequency field. So knowing that we are sending frequencies to the outside world, to the universe, and it has an impact in order for you to change the results that you have all around you. Because we, we talk about seeing and thinking. This is the key for building new results because what creates results is the action we take. And if you are stuck into fears and questioning and feeling diminished, you can't take the right actions. The actions will be less powerful and sending frequencies of fear and uncertainty and everything. So results for sure will be very diminished. So the importance here is to understand the link between the emotions you have, the thinking you have, and the attitude you have when you take actions. And spirituality helps you to make those links. It helps you to understand you, the interaction you have with the world, the universe, and also it brings you a lot of energy by embodying this energy of faith and faith is if i may make this like summary of faith <laughs> for sure faith is about having this conviction that your actions will get the results that you want even if you don't see or know what's coming up faith helps you to be in the move be and live your life even though you don't know what's coming up so by having faith and having this kind of spirituality so faith in you well not not faith in whatever you can have faith in whatever you you believe it's different from religion here i'm talking about really like spirituality in a very large large sense you have an inner um motor how do you say that like Mo a, a motor a motor hmm? yeah engine yeah engine so you have this uh, inner motor that helps you go through life in a more, you know, empowered way, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and spirituality is about also helping you to be at peace with the, the place where you are right now. Being at peace with the, the things that lighten you up. It gives you even more stamina sometimes by being at this piece. So we were talking about overwhelming information or overwhelming sensation in our body. Having and developing this kind of empowerment by spirituality helps you to go back to yourself, to your knowing and to this energy of faith where magic happens. Really, that is all about it. <laughs> it's, it's very true. And yeah, spirituality, it's your connection to the world and all, all its lessons in a way. It's mm -hmm. how you re 
don't want to say react, but it's how you connect to, yeah, the teachings and the things you see around you. It's about how you see, integrate, and then decide for yourself. Because once again, it's choice. It's choice. Yes, it's it's an absolute choice. And we're miles and away we're from... We're talking about intuition as well. Yeah, absolutely. Building up your spirituality helps you trust your intuitions, helps yes. you trust your inner wisdom your inner knowledge more than the blah 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 that you heard <laughs> about the things that you're living right it's about making your own yeah making your own choice like taking responsibility and and being driven by by something that comes from inside that's exactly what it is being driven by something that comes from with from within yes so mm. it's trusting what comes from within and relying on what comes from within. So, oh, I think it's a beautiful note to 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 round our conversation up. Where can the good people of the internet find you? Because I know you have your French speaking channel, but I know you're also building something in English, are you? Yeah, true. <laughs> Spill the beans. So, <laughs> so if you want to discover more about my work, you are very welcome to join me on radiantladyboss.com, which is my website. And of course, my YouTube channel, which is building right now, where I'm helping you to experience actually the link that you have with yourself and by linking you up to your spiritual self, the one who already knows things. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, you're welcome. <laughs> the one that lives inside. On this lovely, hopeful note, Chizu, my lovely Chizu, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. You've been my <laughs> biggest supporter from day one. It's not very often that people get to hear my really thick French accent. So thank you so much. And uh, I wish you a very pleasant day. And to everyone who's been listening, we've got more guests coming up every Wednesday and you get your normal fix of episodes every Thursday. Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye, Chizu. Bye-bye.